Wisconsin's first congressional district. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, hey, and thank you for doing this. Would you mind talking a little bit about the uh, you being the co-chair of the Middle Class Caucus? And I have then, to admit uh, I didn't hear much about it last cycle, so, okay. Well, I wasn't around. So I, no, it wasn't around. I, I, Great I, idea you had. I'm not sure exactly how they leveraged it, but okay. you know, my view of it you know, is that we got to find areas where we can work together. And so I think this is an area where you figure out how do you get the job growth and the wage growth that we need to see um, for folks. And I kind of come in with a background of um, you know, having worked in manufacturing for the past 10 years, having served on the University of Wisconsin Board of Regents, so a little bit of education background, manufacturing at its core. And then where are the policy areas where Democrats and Republicans, you know, it's just not partisan, can come together um, and try to get stuff done. I think there's a lot of opportunities in the area of workforce development. Um, and how do we kind of tap into the educational product? How do we tap into um, you know, preparation for workers for the jobs in the future? Um, and Raj and I uh, have been exploring uh, that space. I think, you know, kind of making, hopefully, uh, some progress and some dialogue and finding ultimately some policies that we can all work on together. Okay, well, that's a wonderful idea. And I'm sure the people back in uh, Wisconsin 1 are very appreciative of what you're doing. Well, you know, hopefully there's areas where, you know, we can get some wins. And so, you know, in a period of divided government, um, you know, I'm kind of focused in on where are there areas where we can get some wins, you know, not just working on, you know, the transformative change I ultimately believe we need, but during this period of divided government, you know, let's find some areas where we can uh, work together. All right. So this brings me to your, the biggest question I always ask the members. Why did you decide to run for Congress? I mean, ultimately, I think I can make a difference. I mean, ultimately, I think we need people uh, that are focused in on getting stuff done, not focused in on scoring political points. I think that's where you know, background in the private sector, a background in particular in manufacturing, where you got to bring you know, in raw materials, you got to manufacture and you got to get it out of the door. You got to do it on time. You got to do it under budget. You got to do it every time. Um, I think that mindset sometimes is lacking in Washington. Hopefully I can add, you know, to the overall need to get stuff done. Uh, I think there's a, a real healthiness of having some private sector background, understanding how things really operate in the, in the real world outside the beltway and, uh, and a real love of uh, public policy and of service. And so committed to trying to move the ball forward you know, have this period of time where I'm uh, of service and then uh, go back and return to my career. Well, I hope not too soon. I hope you're with us for a long time here in D.C. We need uh, men and women like you. Absolutely. So you talked a little bit about the Middle Class Caucus. So can you talk a little bit more about your top legislative priorities for the 116th Congress? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I kind of bifurcate this out. And so I think that ultimately... We need transformative change, you know, as it relates to a, a handful of topics, but front of mind is how do we lower the cost of health care? How do we tackle uh, this $20 trillion uh, debt and continuing to add to that with our deficit? Um, and how do we prepare our workers for the jobs of the future? And some of these big transformational changes. And then I think you got to kind of put that in one bucket. You got to be working on that. I kind of view that as there's a giant boulder uh, and everybody's pushing on it. And sometimes uh, to the effect of not making any movement. Uh, but that that you need uh, to continue to push forward. And then ultimately, 
Um, separate of that is you got to find these areas where we can get some wins. You know, how do we get some of the small stuff done? So I've taken on a bill uh, that attacks kind of illicit financing as it relates to human trafficking, kind of a completely nonpartisan issue, a small piece, an important topic, though. Uh, and then working with my colleagues uh, to try to drive uh, that type of uh, policy forward. Okay, that is a great piece of legislation. I mean, it's really, I don't think people realize that the United States has a huge trafficking problem. Big trafficking problem is interesting. You know, I, I got made aware of this you know, after having conversations with law enforcement officials uh, kind of across southeast Wisconsin as to how significant it was. It probably wasn't really front of mind prior uh, to my running and being out there and talking with people. And then shortly after we introduced the bill, interestingly, there was a U.S. attorney uh, from Milwaukee. They did a criminal gang that was trafficking uh, agricultural laborers uh, in Wisconsin. And these guys, uh, this gang, uh, effectively, as, as counted out in the indictment, were you know having people come in illegally, taking their passports away from them, mm. uh, making them work, and then taking uh, parts of their wages um, and uh, kind of using that as a criminal enterprise. And so it's, uh, it's in our backyards. It affects every district, uh, all 435 members. And so there's an aspect of working on this uh, because it's the right thing to do. There's an aspect of working on it for me on a very personal level. Uh, it allows me to have a conversation with my colleagues on the floor on substantive policy, trying to get something done. And I have that conversation with all 435 members, Democrats and Republicans. And I think as you look at the co-sponsors on this bill, uh, it's pretty balanced, Democrats and Republicans. And, uh, you know, we have a pretty broad spectrum of uh, political philosophies, but it's a piece of legislation that just really cuts across, you know, philosophical uh, lines. Sure does. Couldn't agree with you more. Okay, here's my last question for you. So one fun fact about you that would be surprising. Uh, I love the cross-country ski. So I love it when it oh. uh, when it's cold and snowy in Wisconsin. Some people get down on that. Uh, I love it. It gives me an opportunity to put on uh, cross-country skis uh, and go out and get a big workout in uh, out in the woods. That's my, uh, my favorite thing. So when it gets cold and snowy in Wisconsin, I get excited. Oh, very good. You're the first one that has said that. We've had motorcycle riding and skydiving. Okay, cross-country skiing. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you for joining us here today. We really appreciate it. And the mem- and the uh, your constituents, Wisconsin, one are really lucky to have you. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye.